Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. Lots of topics, as always, we brought up. Hope you guys are having an awesome week this week. And again, I just want to continue to encourage everybody, continue to get the truth out there. There's definitely a big turning point right now we're starting to see. I saw an article now over in Europe, and this is you know happening in the UK and across the whole entire world now. The UK government has pretty much been caught lying about how many people had been injected with the COVID jab. This is interesting because we've been hearing now for the last couple of weeks, and they've been saying that essentially there's only 5 million people left in the UK that haven't been fully vaccinated, and everybody needs to go get their shot, and everybody needs to comply, blah, 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 whole, whole nine yards. Well, what's interesting about this is it shows right here the COVID-19 vaccination uptake in England as of December 12, 2021, according to official UK government report via the UKHSA vaccine surveillance report. And it goes on to say here, the essentially, and this is from the expose, it says it's complete fabrication, fabrication that we have no doubt seen that many people are still refusing the jab, yet the UK is telling people there's only 5 million left that have not taken it. When you look at the numbers, it is clearly showing that there's approximately 23.5 million people in the United Kingdom who have not had a single dose of the COVID-19 injection, according to the UKHSC vaccine surveillance report. 23.5 million people have not had a single dose. Now, it's interesting. The population of the entire United Kingdom is 56 million people. So you're talking like a little less than half of the entire country has not been injected at all. Now, this is a very, very important thing for people to understand because what they're doing here from the mainstream media standpoint, and they're doing this here in the United States as well, I'm going to touch base on that in a second, is they're lying to everybody and they're coming up with fraudulent numbers in order to manipulate overall groupthink of what people basically intend to do with their own bodies. So by saying, listen, you're the small minority. 95% of everybody's already gotten the shot. You just need to comply and everything will go back to normal once you get the shot, which is exactly what they've been saying. You know, the White House came out over the weekend. You guys saw this, and they said from the White House briefing, U.S. President Biden, Omicron is here, and it's going to start to spread much more rapidly at the beginning of the year, and the only real protection is to get your shot. We are looking at a winner of severe illness and death if you're unvaccinated. For themselves, their family, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. That was from the White House briefing that went out nationally over the weekend. Now, first off, when you read that, you have to understand that, A, you're not signing for that negative basket of snakes. What that is, it's designed for people to read it and to take it to heart as fear porn and essentially to speak negativity over their life. They wrote this intentionally. They wrote this to put and speak death and illness over the entire country. This is nothing less than witchcraft. There is no legitimate purpose that you start putting out a press briefing from the White House telling people there's essentially illness and death coming if you don't listen to what we tell you. It's a very ominous way of saying you comply or else you're going to die. That, again, should prove an even further point that there should absolutely be zero compliance with this injection, especially with any further shots. If you have decided to get some, 
That is your choice. I think a lot of people now from what I've talked to who I've gotten it highly regret the decision, and a lot of people I've talked to that have gotten it are refusing to get it any further with this third and fourth booster shot now. This is very crucial because what they're continuing to do is they're going to continue to keep lying to everybody, saying you have to get the shot in order to function, you have to get the shot in order to live, and there's nothing further from the truth. They want to continue to lie to people in order to get them to follow orders, the same thing they're doing in the U.K., you tell people that majority of people have gotten the shot and you're the last holdout, and once you get done being the holdout, everything's going back to normal. This is what they've done for the last year and a half now, even though they're not addressing the fact that NPR just came out with an article that Pfizer has now announced Friday they're expanding their ongoing clinical trials of participants as young as three months old to include their third dose in clinical trial experiment on six months olds. Testing the third dose, they said, will cause a delay in submission to regulators to authorize for emergency use the Pfizer COVID injection. The company says they will expect the file results in the first half of 2022 if the trials are successful, as the two doses did not produce a robust enough immune response in children six months to five years old. Now, the very fact that we're even trying to talk about a COVID injection for an upper respiratory infection in the age group that literally does not affect them hardly at all, and you're doing experimental RNA gene therapy and clinical trials on them, shows you how far and how dark Pfizer and the FDA have gone into now, the far as the dark, dark realm of Satanism and allowing this to happen. Now, I know this is a weird topic I'm bringing this up, but the reason why I'm talking about this this is full-blown experimental elements on young children that do not have consent. A six-month-old has no idea what they're doing. A two- and five-year-old have no idea what they're doing. Their parents are signing them over as a form of experimental Satanism. This is what they're doing now. You have to understand how far this is going to go and what they're trying to do. In my opinion, I don't believe for one second that they're saying that the two doses don't have a robust, enough, a robust enough immune response. I personally think they're trying to dial in their experiment to see how mutating they can affect these young children because there's no legitimate purpose for a vaccine that they call it, even though it's not a vaccine, for children this age group. I knew a doctor back in the day, and he told me there's two criterias for a vaccine to be warranted. This has always been a staple throughout decades of scientific research. There's two criteria that always have to be covered in order for a vaccine to be warranted. A, it has to be extremely contagious, and B, it has to be extremely life-threatening. So you're dealing with something that can be contracted very easily from one another, and B, it has to be something that's very deadly if you basically contract it. COVID, in most cases, doesn't even cover either one of those bases in this age group. Majority of the children that have contracted it don't even know they contracted because it's so mild. And B, obviously, has answered its own question. It doesn't have any significant uh, death rating at all with this age group. So, again, there's no possible or plausible reason to be experimenting on children for a shot in general, much less for something that has a 99.9997% survivability rate in this age group. So, again... This is why it's so important we continue to push back as much as we physically can right now. Even South African officials, I saw this earlier, South African officials now have advised the government and their scientists to stop tracing and quarantining Omicron contacts as they're not experiencing any symptoms. The news reports that Minister Advisory Committee wrote to the health minister recommending that the quarantining of contacts be stopped 
as it's no longer viable in the current social and economic climate. He said the committee said the contact tracing was no longer necessary and should be halted with immediate effect. The report notes that with only a small number of contacts identified from a proportionally small COVID-19 cases, quarantine was no longer effective for containing the spread of the disease. They said the proportion of people with immunity to COVID-19 has risen substantially, exceeding 60 to 80 percent, and there's not been any evidence that people with natural immunity or antibodies are having any type of negative response from Omicron. And I also think this is a lot of uh, aspect, too, that people are starting to take care of themselves better. A lot of people that are awake or have caught it and recovered are starting to realize that, hey, it's a really good idea to keep natural nutrients on deck that we've constantly talked about and numerous doctors have talked about, including the vitamin C and D3 and NAC and zinc. And what they go on to say here is that the testing is highly skewed because the majority of people who are testing positive for Omicron in these new tests have no symptoms whatsoever. And they said that all it is doing is having a negative effect on the country, a negative effect on the economy, and a negative effect on overall long-term consequences with income, employment, and loss of schooling, and the contact tracing and quarantine need to be halted immediately. Now, whether or not this is South Africa trying to basically recover or trying to basically tell people this is unnecessary, I don't know. I'm not in South Africa. But one thing I do know is one thing that never helps anybody is living in a constant state of fear-ridden police state propaganda. And that's a fact. And that's why when I saw this White House press release, it got me so irritated because I knew what they were doing. They're speaking death and fear and illness over the entire country. And that is something you need to rebuke, not accept, and they can keep that basket of snakes and take it where they came from because there's no business being in Christian homes with absolute sadistic verbiage like that trying to speak over the American population when God has not given us a spirit of fear but of love and of sound mind. What do you think, Dem? I, I really just want people to know that, that God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind and that we have to understand that we can't be basically seduced by this fear porn. And it's happening all over the place. People are panicking. I had a my uh, Harvard PhD contact this morning told me that it's a nightmare that these kids are going to be injected three and four and five times now. And you know, I went into detail and we we traded some Texas back and forth. And I said this stuff attacks the testicles and the ovaries. And I said the ovaries are probably going to stop and prevent ovulation, and the testicles are going to stop the production of testosterone and sperm, and are probably going to stop the production, you know, and the development of secondary sexual characteristics in a young man. And in other words, he's not going to go into puberty. He's going to end up being a hermaphrodite, you know, both sexes at the same time. He's going to basically be a girly man who basically will have little little shoulders, big hips, uh, you know, no developed genitalia. And it's going to be a situation where he's going to basically have no sex drive, not want to reproduce. And if he even produces sperm, it's going to be basically he's going to be infertile and it'll be non-mobile. This is a whole eugenics protocol. This is going on right now as we speak. And now they're talking about how this is going to be the winner of death. Well, of course it is from the vaccines. The vaccine is the bioweapon. you got a 99.99% survival weight rate unless you're really old with comorbidities with having the covid if you, as long as you have your supplement intake high enough, you really don't even get that sick from it. I've had it several times now and wasn't much of nothing, but I keep my supplements real high. But the sad part about it is, is the fear porn is going to make people go out and take more and more injections. We told you a year ago what they were going to do, and they have done exactly what we told you they were going to do. They're going to tell you it's the unvaxxed. Biden's coming out saying it's the unvaxxed problem. This is why we have all this stuff, and they lie. 
It's like they've learned from Goebbels, from Hitler's propaganda minister, from Edward Bernays, and they constantly tell the people in the United States to lie. I mean, I'm going into the grocery stores again. People are wearing masks again. People are social distancing again. Nobody's even making you wear masks or social distance in Florida, but they're doing it again. They're all scared again. And I'm like, what the heck? How many times are you going to believe this stuff? I remember one time my mom. You know, the German people had gone through the propaganda of Goebbels in Germany. My mom was born there in 1916 and basically saw the entire rise and fall of the Third Reich firsthand in Germany. And the German people fell under the spell of Goebbels and fell under the spell of mind control from the radio. Remember, they didn't have TV back then. They used the print and they used the radio for mind control. And they had news releases and little short films they could do because they had the movies. But there really wasn't a wide, a wide amount of people that had any type of TV sets that didn't exist back then. And so what ended up happening is they used the radio for the mind control. They used the newsreels during the movie theaters for the mind control. And my mom had gotten herself sucked into that along with the other German people. And finally she realized it was all a bunch of lies and that the American, and the German people had been completely and totally duped through propaganda. And I remember she came here. And I remember back in the 60s, you know, she was going through a turbulent, you know, divorce with my father and, and she was just really stressed out all the time and always walking in fear. And I remember one time she said to me, she said, the Americana Deutsche sind so schrecklich dumm. In other words, the American people are so stupid. It's un- they're so dumb. And she goes, they believe everything they see on the TV. They believe everything they hear on the radio, which is the same thing that happened to the German people. But the German people woke up with their country in flames, with Dresden in rubble, with hundreds of thousands of people, some people up to half a million dead in Dresden in one night. And the German people began to realize that they'd been duped, and they woke up. So that's why they had to come in, basically, and destroy Germany after the war. That's why they allowed 12 million to starve to death, and millions died in the Eisenhower death camps because they had to get rid of the DNA of the people that were awake and realized what was really going on and how the international banking cartels, yeah, those guys again, had come in and bombed Germany to rubble. How Standard Oil, which is owned by the Rockefeller Rothschild interests, and all of the refineries in Germany were put on the do-not-bomb list. I'm going to say that again. We're put on the do not bomb list. In other words, they weren't destroyed because they wanted to maintain the technology and the research that had been in Germany in converting coal into fuel oil and all the other types of chemicals they were producing that was also being paid for by the Rockefeller Rothschild (laughs) refineries and all the people that were basically pushing the narrative. One of the primary reasons, and I've told you this, that Germany got into World War II and it was funded to the Rockefeller Rothschild interests was because of Zionism. It was to produce such an unbelievably negative environment for Jews that they wanted to move back to Israel so they could go into Palestine, create Israel in the 40s after the war, and, and basically turn right back around and rebuild a third temple to bring in their serpent god. This is the goal here. These people are basically worshippers of the snake. You know, they can start an ancient Sumner, and they have these serpent gods, and, it's, and, it, and it morphed, and it's continued to develop and turn into Baal and Asher and Moloch worship. And that's what these guys are. They don't consider the Jews and the true Jews, the descendants of Abraham and Israel, to be of any interest to them. They don't care about any of those people. They, 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 they don't, that's why they have an Israel take all the kill shots. They don't care. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. The Bible tells you that twice in the book of Revelation, but everybody wants to ignore that verse. All the Christians and all the churches. I've never, I've never heard that preached one time in any church I've ever been to. Now, if I started a church, which I'm not planning on doing, the only way I would do that is the Holy Spirit directly intervened in my life and told me to do it. It would probably be an online church. 
I would talk about this all the time. I would read you scriptures that everything everybody thinks are foreboding by the Christian churches. I would read you what the Word of God says about all this stuff. It is the synagogue of Satan that is doing this because they want to resurrect their serpent god. It started in ancient Sumner with the worship of this snake in a tree called Einsoff. Of course, I'm doubt they called him Einsoff back then. Who knows what they called? Have you ever noticed why Baphomet basically is a you know is, is a hermaphrodite? It's all part of the same group. And now they're having a baby Baphomet they're going to put into one of the capitals now as far as baby Baphomet, you know, to, symbols, to be symbolic of Jesus Christ laying in the manger. That's who runs the planet, guys. We can pretend like it's not them. We can pretend like they don't do it because the Rothschild banking cartel was brought in by Jacob Frank in the 1700s into the Sabbatane Zivi movement to resurrect their serpent god to promote the rebuilding of the third temple. We can pretend like none of that ever happened. We can't. We can sit around and go, oh, it's so nice. No, no, it's not. No, it's not nice. You know, Israel's become the number one homosexual destination in the world. They have a gay parade. They have 450,000, 500,000 people show up for the gay, gay parade. Sometimes they walk right down the Villa de Rosa, where Jesus walked on the road to Calvary. Just said blasphemy. That's what we have. That's what's going on right now. And it's that group the synagogue of Satan that wants to rule the world and have the third temple brought, who basically want to have their, quote, Christ, their antichrist, their God, their Messiah, their snake in a tree, resurrected and rule the planet. Now, you can say, well, this all sounds crazy. I agree with you. The first time I read it and I started doing the research on these ancient Canaanite religions, I thought these people are all nuts. They're all a bunch of weirdos, and I don't believe any of this. All right. That's, that's the first time I saw it. And I started doing more and more and more research into Baal and the Moloch and Asher and what they believed in ancient Sumner. And I had a friend of mine this morning. I, they, they contacted me. They said this, this started in ancient Sumner. I said, I know it did. It's just worse. The snake people. It's the ones who worship the, you know, the, 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 the demon. You know, it's Lucifer. So it started with them. I said, he said, I know. I know where it started. And so we, this is the group that basically was basically, how should I say, directed and guided by the fallen angels. Last week I read you a whole bunch of verses out of the book of Enoch. And it talked about that. And, you know, I, I don't see any other shows talking about this stuff because it's too weird. And quite frankly, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You know, a lot of these guys, they're not Christians. They're doing these talk shows. They don't want to talk about this stuff. It's too weird. They don't want to talk to you about Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. They don't believe in him as Christ. They don't believe in the Most High God. They don't believe in anything. Most, a lot of them are agnostic. A lot of them are like a lot of preachers. They get into the pulpit now. I could give you name after name after name of Christian preachers that I don't even think are saved. They get into the pulpit because they're good speakers. They start promoting the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it nonsense so they can get more and more money in for their own personal lifestyle choices, their mansions and their helicopters and their jets. You know, I've seen it. I know a bunch of them, and they nauseate me. They never talk about repentance. They never talk about Christ. They never talk about Jesus. They never talk about anything. They just talk about, you know, if you give me money, you'll be blessed, you know, and I'm like, oh, God, these people nauseate me. And those are the ones that have permeated now through the Masonic Lodges, Christian TV for the past 50, 60 years. It's the group. You know, it started with Oral Roberts way back when. You know, then Kenneth Copeland jumped on the bandwagon. You know, it was, a lot of the teaching came from, from Kenyon back from the, from the 1800s. And you see over and over and over again this theme arises, which basically dilutes Christianity in the truest form of worship to God and to Christ. Because they don't want you to see anything God, anything more than a vending machine. God doesn't – God wants a relationship with you. 
He wants you to pray to him. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to have fellowship with him. This morning, I listened to worship and praise music while I was getting ready for the show. Then I had a, some really good prayer time. Sharon was still in bed as I was in the, in the living room just praying. And Sharon came in later and prayed. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. This is the relationship. It's not a religion. It's a relationship with the Most High God through Jesus who gave you the ability to go directly to God Almighty Himself through a blood covenant with you and with me and with your children. And they want to take all that away from all of us because this snake people group are run by these ancient people. Some people call them fallen angels. Some people call them Anunnaki. Some people call them all kinds of weird names. But that's just, they're all the same group. And it's the same group that God warned us about in the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 6. And now Joe Biden, who's not a, who doesn't have any leadership ability, the man's senile, he can't even read a teleprompter. He's about to impose lawless, destructive regulations on the U.S. economy in a new Omicron, you know, scary thing that he's going to do tomorrow night. You know, it's like, this is an article that was written, and this is from uh, Michael Schneider. It's a good article. It seems like it was just yesterday that we were told that a new variant called Omicron have discovered in South America. Now it's being reported Omicron is suddenly spreading like wildfire all over North America and Europe. So on Tuesday, Joe Biden is going to live yet another major address to the nation. Another, I'm going to add, nauseatingly fear porn nonsense address to the nation to try to force people to take the vaccine so you have a much higher death rate. Because remember, this spike protein stuff starts to dissipate in your system in about 15 months. You can't because it's just it's not doing what they wanted it to. So they got to inject you again and again and again and again until they can get you to the point where your immune system is completely shot. And the first time you catch a cold, you die. God's made our immune system so much stronger than these guys are capable of handling under one injection. He goes, when it comes to the pandemic, we all know that Biden listens to the scientists. And right now the scientists are scaring the daylights out of the general public. For over the, over the weekend, <laughs> the television warned Omicron will soon be putting severe stress on hospital systems all across America. Fauci, the dictator wannabe, weirdo, Kabbalist, Luciferian nightmare, in my opinion, said Sunday that the next few weeks put severe stress on the hospital systems. Fauci, the, Fauci and President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor said on NBC's Meet the Press, there's no doubt about the Omicron's variant's extraordinary capability for transmission. This is all lies to cover up the kill shot, to cover up what is happening with the kill shot and how dangerous it is and how it's trying to force more and more people. This is happening all over the world, by the way, guys. This is Remember last year, I had so many of you contacting me and so many people who didn't listen to the show contacting me and so many of my friends said, this whole thing with the coronavirus and with these shots is all political. As soon as Donald Trump leaves the office, we have a new president come in. This whole thing with coronavirus is going to go away. It was all being used to discredit Donald Trump's presidency. And I, my response was this. The powers that be, the international banking cartels who answer to Lucifer and to their priests and wizards who worship the snake garbage, this group of people have gone out now and shut down the entire economic world engine. The United States is just one country, and it doesn't make one bit of difference who's president. They're not going to crank up the world engine again. They're going to continue with the same narrative even when the next president comes in. It's the same thing I've told you guys for years. Notice when Donald Trump, when George W. Bush was attacking the Middle East, <laughs> then Obama was attacking the Middle East, then Trump was attacking the Middle East, and Clinton was attacking the Middle East. Everybody, because it's all part of the greater Israel project, if you really want to know the truth. 
about expanding the borders of Israel to make sure they include as many areas with oil and natural resources as they possibly can and taking out all these countries in that area because Israel's owned and operated as the Rothschild fiefdom. And I feel sorry for all the real Jews that are over there that are basically in the middle of this mess with them being forced to take vaccines. And all they want to do is rule the world through the Israeli Supreme Court, which is completely satanic. Benjamin Netanyahu is completely satanic. And all this group over there that wants to run the planet under Noahide laws because it's part of their snake worship stuff that if you worship Jesus Christ, they consider you to be an idolater punishable by death. That's what's going on here. That you, We can pretend and dance around the roses all we want, but that's what's happening here right now because this group, remember when Israel came out, this Rothschild-controlled fiefdom, and they said two years ago, almost two years ago now, we've already got the vaccine. Duh. How long did that take? 30 seconds, and that's already in, it was already in progress and already in production by these same factories of Pfizer and, and you know and Moderna and everything else. They've already been producing. How can you produce 7 billion shots they claim to have injected in people? Now, it would take so many decades to produce that many vaccines. We talked about this last week. They already been, they've been stockpiling this stuff at sub-zero temperatures, trying to keep it preserved. And this is the sad that part of all of it has is that nobody wants to take a look at the fact that it's not the United States. We want to believe that. Unless you've traveled internationally like I have and Austin has and many of you have, you don't realize the United States is just one country on a, on a, on a, on a, on a planet. That's all we are. And we're basically not running the planet. We were at one time the most powerful nation on the planet, but they're making sure they're shutting down the economic world engine to shut down production and everything that we do. Nobody realizes that when you produce an iPhone, it's made in Korea, it's made in Japan, it's made in China, it's made all over the place. And when you start messing up supply lines, we've got this massive breakdown of the supply lines now. General Motors can't even get parts. It has nothing to do with their stupid computer chip. It has to do with the supply line breakdown. They use the computer chip as, a, as, a, as, a, as just an excuse for the past year. They, they have a supply line breakdown, plus General Motors is owned by State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. They control it. Forrester, Linda Forrester Rothschild controls it through her satanic agenda, and they don't want to produce cars that burn petrol. We've talked about that in depth, and they don't want to have the United States economic world engine continue to function. They want to cripple it with all these stupid trillion-dollar bills we're putting out in order to basically destroy the United States and destroy the currency and to create it, turn us into a third-world country so that everybody here becomes so desperate trying to eat and survive that we're willing to take a new world government and lose all of our rights given to us by the Constitution. That's what they want. problem is we have that pesky Second Amendment that really just absolutely just keeps these guys just probably in a dither all of the time because they don't know what to do with that. Now they're trying to take everything away from us, including our weapons and our guns to protect ourselves. If we were not armed, we would have gone the way of Austria and Australia by now. It would have already happened. But guys, listen to me. Keep your heart and faith in Jesus Christ, he died for you on Calvary to stop this mess and to deliver you and protect you from the evil one. He says it in the Lord's Prayer. And if we understand that, we have victory in Jesus. We really do. We don't have to put up with this. Stuff. Like Austin says, you don't have to sign for a basket of snakes to get delivered to your front door. You don't have to do that. Just tell them, no, I'm not going to do it. This is why we warned you, oh, in earnest two years ago, when that idiot Trump, started this mask mandate and locked the country down and told us we couldn't go to church for Easter and on and on and on. And he had Operation Warp Speed, all this crap. And I kept warning everybody, he's one of them. Yet people are still worshiping him in rallies. 
And there are people out there still, if you say something about Trump, I had the guy the other day, a guy came over the other night with some friends, and he asked me, well, do you vote for Trump? I said, nope, I didn't vote for Trump in the last election. And he goes, you didn't vote for Biden, did you? And I said, of course not. Of course not. I voted Libertarian. I said, it wouldn't make any difference who he voted for. The whole doggone election was fixed. I said, but I'm not going to play into this game of pretending like Donald Trump isn't a Kabbalist, Luciferian weirdo. He's, he's, his own, he's got, he said his highest award he ever received was a Kabbalist Tree of Life award. Are you guys just not paying attention? It's what he said in his own video, and he shows a picture of it on his wall in his office in Manhattan. Unbelievable. He said it represents everything he believes. He said that on videotape. I mean, it, it, but the, we don't want to believe that because they put him out there as a savior for us. We already have a savior, and his name is not Donald Trump, and it certainly ain't Joe Biden, and there is no political candidate out there. I like what Sarah Palin and what she said the other day. She was over her dead body if she taken a vaccine. Yeah, neither are her children. If, she, if they'd have let Sarah Palin do what Sarah Palin needed to do in 2008, her McCain would have won that presidential race. She even said that. If they'll turn me loose, we'll win this race. It wasn't supposed to win. They wanted they wanted that transgender queer Obama in there. Bleah! He meant his transgender weirdo wife. What a bunch of sickos! Because they want to push their agenda. That's why McCain, the war criminal that he was, you know what he did with that battleship, the Forstall, and or not the battleship, the aircraft carrier, almost sinking that thing. It was all covered up. And Sarah Palin was there for the, Sarah Palin thought it was a real fight, right? She thought it was something that she could win. And they were supposed to win. She didn't realize it was a show to bring Obama in. Nah, I'm, I'm pontificating. Now, also, what do you think? What's your next story, bud? Absolutely. And also, too, I, I've seen this, and I've been trying to get a, a read on it, on whether or not this is more obfuscation to go in a different direction. And, and everybody's probably seen this now. I mean, and so far, it sounds good on the surface, but the fact that a lot of media is covering it makes me a little bit more concerned about it as far as with Joe Manchin, senator, basically coming in now and saying that the Build Back Better bill is not getting voted on as far as he's not going to push it, he's not going to promote it, it's not going through, which is obviously has turned the left into an uproar. But I don't know if this is some type of controlled narrative again to push a different agenda. As I've told you, I, there's, there is no fanfare about anything with this. Was I think they said in total it's going to end up costing, what, $4.8 trillion in aggregate for this asinine bill. And the problem with the bill is it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. If you read through parts of it, majority of it, all it does is give more and more and more and more money to the federal government, including giving like a $50 billion slush fund to IRS and allowing them to hire another 10,000 field agents. I mean, it's complete and totally ludicrous. And majority of Republicans that have read it, even ones that I guess you could say, I don't know if they're compromised or not, have even come out and said, dude, this is, there's, this has no business going in the United States government law. This is not a bill that has any business being here. And so, uh, so like I said, Joe Manchin's now said that the thing is pretty much done. So again, we'll see what happens with this. If they're going to try to pull a sneak attack or if they're going to try to come up with a different one, I do know there was a lot of time and money invested into this bill in order to get it pushed through. And so many people ran their mouths about it as far as in Congress to try to run it through. But again, we also made a very, very, very loud stink about this all over the place. I know a ton of people have been emailing, calling, 
representatives, senators, Congress making a huge ordeal about this. And, of course, you've seen the massive amount of negative blowback it's gotten on social media and online and on alternative media. It's pretty much anybody that's even read a sliver of that 2,800-page behemoth bill realized there's nothing about building America's infrastructure, supporting America's economy. It's all about pushing more money to the federal government, giving them more control, and producing more of a welfare state. So again, glad to see this thing is losing momentum right now. Let's continue to push back the best we can and get it finaled, you know, finish him like the old Mortal Kombat, finish this bill. But again, let's also keep our eyes and ears alert to what else is going on. And this is exactly what I mentioned and Dad just brought up a second ago with the instigations that's happened with Trump and a lot of the stuff that people have basically continued to follow that narrative. And I said the only good factor that we've learned now about what happened with that stolen election is that people realized nobody's coming to save us for the most part in politics. Nobody's coming in to ride in and protect everybody. It is up to us to maintain our own protection and our own health and our own strength. You know, if we God is for us, who can be against us? And this whole thing of expecting somebody to come in and fix the day, there's too many compromised individuals. Now, it still doesn't mean we don't need to be completely proactive all the time and constantly engaged and vocal about what's going on. That is our responsibility to do so, and very much. So also, too, I saw in other news, this was interesting, as you know, I've been saying repeatedly about how the smash-and-grab <laughs> mentality that's been occurring in a lot of the liberal states will start spreading to the more conservative states, the more liberals and the more essentially – trash that moves to a lot of these states. When I say that, I mean criminals that are felons and have no business being in civilized society. But again, they essentially came from democratic-held cities, and they don't even get charged with arson and basically vandalism and trespassing and theft and burglary because, you know, they're part of Antifa or they're part of BLM. We've seen that now in numerous cities. Well, now, according to witnesses at Barton Creek Square Mall in Austin, Texas, the biggest shopping weekend before Christmas, a monster group of looters broke into the display cases at the Hellsburg Diamond Store as patrons fled to the exits. And this is what you this is the part, the really great part. And this is how much you know the mall cares about their patrons. Gunshots were heard throughout the entire mall. Eyewitnesses claimed that a voice came over the loudspeaker announcing the doors had been locked, trapping innocent patrons with desperate armed lunatics in order to protect the diamond industry that just got robbed. Meanwhile, in Austin, a steep decline after the depletion of its police force under the policies of Mayor Steve Adler and Marxist D.A. Garza have now caused the Austin, Texas city to become a very, very high crime-ridden area. However, the real estate prices skyrocketed over 40%, and now real estate companies are actually removing crime statistics from their postings as it affects their bottom line. The question should be about the Second Amendment and whether or not you are ready to defend yourself and your family because, again, I've said this repeatedly, this is not going to stop. This is going to become worse and worse and worse. Yesterday I was filling up my truck with diesel over the gas station, and I was parked over on the side, and Auburndale PD pulled up, and they were getting fuel. They basically have a gas car at Auburndale Police Department. And another Arbonnell PD pulled up, and they were talking, and they got out and went inside. Looks like they got some coffee or something, and they were both wearing armor. And so I was and out there talking to them. They walked up, and I said, me, I said, you guys running rifle plates? You just running three A soft armor? They said, oh, we're just running soft armor right now. They said, we got rifle plates in the truck, though. And I looked at them. I said, you know, 
I said, I was pretty much born and raised in Central Florida. I've grown up in Arbordale my whole life. I've moved out multiple times and, you know, as far as out of city, almost out of state and work and stuff. I said, but I've always come back here. I said, I never thought I would see Arbordale PD running around with armor and rifle plates in the trunk of their car. And I said, what's starting to happen around here? And they said, well, you pretty much you see it if you've lived here your whole life. They said, people that are living in Auburndale aren't from Auburndale anymore. I said, yeah, I know. And I said, I got to ask you guys a real direct question. And I said, this is just off the record. I said, what is the deal with this huge subdivision that's being put in along with the storage that's being put in over by Dickey Road and Rensselaer, 559, right down the road from my house, and it being an entire Hispanic community, and essentially nobody goes to work and nobody goes anywhere. And the cop looked at me, and you could tell he got real – he didn't know what to say. And he goes, well, I, I don't really know much what I can say about that. And I looked at him. I said, yeah, you do. I said, what in the world's going on over there? And he's like, well, it's, it's, it's an oddity. We're not really sure how to take it right now. It's definitely a weird situation. And I said, you do know that neighborhood is going to become an extremely compromised security threat in the near future. And he said, yeah, I know. And I said, well, I said, you guys be safe. Stay frosty. I said, I'm fueled up. I'm out of here. They said, all right, you guys, you be safe as well. And I left. And I thought about it after I was leaving. And, you know, more and more you're going to start seeing law enforcement become edgier. And this is a problem both for law-abiding citizens and for other people alike because what's going to happen is – and we've seen this now, and this is just part of it. When law enforcement basically has to start viewing almost everybody, even in a remote area, as a potential threat because they're dealing with 70 to 80 to 90 percent of the people they engage and encounter every day are a serious potential threat, they start having that run over even into law-abiding citizens. And I've seen this now occur more and more where law enforcement in this area is becoming increasingly edgier towards everybody because a lot of people, again, like I said, aren't from around here anymore. There was that video that came up from South Florida where the sheriff's department initiated a traffic stop. This is down towards, I think, um, uh, Florida City, which is very Opelika area, very, very crime run area in South Florida. And there were three sheriffs, two sheriffs there, and they issued a traffic stop, and they had one of the guys out of the car, and they were all Haitians. They all basically dreadlock Haitians, which I have nothing against Haitians, but that's just what they were. And uh, the report came out later on. And then one guy came out of the back seat with dog on machine pistol. Like a little Mac 11 machine pistol and start shooting at the sheriff. Shot one of them multiple times. The other sheriff got his gun, started shooting back at him. All gone Haitian, got behind the other vehicle, reloaded a mag, started unloading machine pistol again on him, started chasing the other cop around, shot him multiple times. And the other cop that was shot got the Haitian from the back and shot him multiple times as he was trying to reload again. And I just thought it was very crazy incident to see that happen that it's starting to occur now on a regular basis, and you're starting to see this looting and robbing. And again, remember what we talked about as well with the 5G weapons platforms that were produced decades ago, that were worked on and built decades ago, and how they used them in weapon systems in the Middle East as active denial systems and also with different frequencies to change people's moods, including to make them nauseous, make them sick, also make them more aggressive and make them basically more uneasy and unsettled. And then I start looking around here now, even in our little area, and these giant towers going up in every single direction with these giant 5G you know, refrigerator boxes all around them now. And again, I've asked so many people that work in that industry. I said, why is it? 
that you never see these platforms being worked on? Why is it that they continually have these towers that are just erected out of nowhere and 5G platforms are on them out of nowhere and you never see them getting service? You never see anybody installing them. You never see anybody around them. And my guy who's basically – he's a lineman for the electric company. He works as a contractor, and he said, well, I'm, he knows all about them. He knows all about the 5G, and he's 100% agreement the same thing I've said. And he said they're a completely different independent contractor platform. We're not allowed to touch them. Nobody's allowed to touch them. He said they're pretty much like forbidden. The only groups that are allowed to touch them if they are contracted 5G electrical workers. And he said majority of all their working they do is at night, which is exactly what I suspected. And he goes, we don't really understand why they do this. He said from the only sole aspect of they don't want seeing people working on them, he said because 5G and running up a tower and running on anything, he goes, as a lineman, I do a ton of work at night. It is much easier to work in a bucket truck and work on a tower and work on cables and all that in the daytime because obviously you have more lighting. You're not up there with big floodlights and flood, you know lamps and everything. He said, so the only reason I can foresee this is because they don't want people seeing anybody operating on them. They want people to kind of have them out of sight out of mind, you don't notice them. And again, that's exactly what we've watched happen with these platforms. And I personally think, as I've told you, I think these platforms are going to be turned up later on throughout the next coming years as they push more and more individuals that a lot of them are criminals into highly populated, better, essentially middle upper class areas that people have more stuff and more stuff to lose. And you're going to see more violence, more looting, more home invasions. And that is why it is very crucial don't live in fear. Don't walk around like a peasant. Don't walk around like a victim. Walk around like a grown, protected adult that you know how to defend yourself. And if you don't know how to defend yourself, I think it's that crucial time you at least learn some basic combative skills, including firearm defense and hand-to-hand combat defense. You don't have to be a first-degree black belt and go compete every weekend, by all means. But you at least need to know basic tactics, including weapons tactics, on how to defend yourself on a regular basis because, again, as I said, this is not coincidence. I have Arbondale PD in this tiny little town that we grew up in running around with body armor on a regular basis and running rifle plates in the trunk of their car. They know what's starting to happen, and they're putting out proactive defenses against situations like this if they need to encounter them because they're expecting to encounter them now. Just my two cents on that. One, get that information out there, Dad. What do you think? You know, when I was a kid – I remember Auburndale Police Department had on their side of their cars to protect and to serve. And it was like living in Barney world of Mayberry and, you know, with Andy. And I remember these guys, if they'd actually pick a drunk up sometimes, they would actually take them home. They wouldn't just tell them, hey, look, you need to stop drinking and driving. And they would just throw them in the back of the squad car, take them home and dump them at the front door. They wouldn't charge them with drunken driving. Just They said, look, you need to stop it. And I knew many people that had drunk and had been taken home that way. And they stopped drinking. Now, not, that doesn't happen every time, I and mean, we end up with people out there who were drunks who get out and kill people. And I, I understand that's a problem. I got that. But the reality is, is I mean, we didn't have this massive police state around us. I mean, we, we lived, I lived in a little town of 5,000 people, and you know, a lot of people left here because they couldn't stand it because it was too much like Mayberry. And I remember I said to the doggone city council a few months back when they were planning on the planning council, when they were putting these stupid warehouses in, which obviously are controlled by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and Klaus Schwab, you know, and I said, we want Mayberry back. We don't like what you're doing to Auburndale. And these guys looked at me kind of funny, and the planning commission voted on our side. And then I said to Austin, I said, 
It doesn't mean anything. The city commission, which I believe, in my opinion, has got some issues. I said they're probably going to vote to put this thing in because they have these underlying, how should I say, campaign contributions or whatever they're doing or whatever reasons. And I remember you asked the guy, Austin, you said, why won't you listen to us? And they ignored you and told you to calm down. Same thing is true. I forgot you know, last month. We had that circuit court come in and say, you know, we're not going to force these the companies of over 100 people to, you know, to basically cause you know, their people to be injected. And now they've appealed that to the appeals court, and the appeals court says, yes, we are. We are going to force them to be injected, and now it's going to the Supreme Court, which is completely and totally compromised. And now people ask me, well, what do you think is going to happen? Whatever they want to have happen. If they want to create more division, more bias, more whatever, if they want to force people to get vaccinated, they're going to do whatever they want to do because they control the courts. You know, Biden's put over twice as many federal court justices in now as Trump did at this time, twice. I mean, it's sad because this is the judiciary and we're supposed to have a the reason they did it the way they did it with the legislative branch and the judiciary branch and the executive branch was to get balance in governments with checks and balances. And because this group of, how should I say, <laughs> low life, you know, you know, Mossad, CIA, MI6 people that have come in and blackmailed everybody. I mean, nobody, not one person yet on any major media show has said that Ghislaine Maxwell is Mossad or that Jeffrey Epstein was Mossad. Nobody. It's like a giant cover up. Because nobody wants to know they work for Israel, which is why I've talked about that in depth. And Israel's being taken to the backwoods and being spanked now because they haven't, I guess they haven't gone liberal or satanic enough fast enough. Look what happened January the 6th. I mean, January the 6th was like, how should I say, the benchmark. It was the one where Trump called the patriots to D.C. and just basically to have them arrested. Trump did that, by the way. Notice how many people he pardoned before he got out of office. He could have issued a blanket pardon for every January 6th protester. A lot of these guys are going to jail for five, six, seven, eight, ten years now. And a lot of them are going to remain in prison until they get killed. He decimated the leadership of the Patriots. I told you, Jeff Rents told me, if you and Austin go, Ted, January the 6th, you will either be killed or you'll be arrested and put in jail. And I prayed about it. And the Holy Spirit told me, don't go. So we canceled all of our plans. And then some of the trolls the, got a hold of Austin and started sending him nasty texts about why he wasn't going to go and why I wasn't going to go. And, you know, sort of just just absolutely just filthy language. And I thought myself, I told Austin, as soon as that happened, I said, because we announced on the show we weren't going to go a week out. I said, Austin, I said, these guys are setting us up. That's what they're doing. They want us to be there. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. And I had another friend of mine I called up and I said, his name's Eric. And I said, he was going up by private jet. And I said, dude, I said, you need to avoid this stuff. I said, something ain't right. And sure enough, the morning of January the 6th, the Holy Spirit checked him. He hopped back on another plane and left, so he wouldn't be involved in any of this stuff. Trump set us up. Trump was the spearhead. Listen to me, friends. He did it. He's doing what he's being told to do because he's been told, I'm sure, and his family's been told, that they'll have a high position in the new world order once they implement a global government. The man nauseates me. Can't keep his pants zipped. Goes after young girls, goes after other men's wives. I mean, are you kidding me? This is sick. And people still want to think he's savior. He's not. He's as deeply compromised as the rest of them. Look, look at this one guy up in, up in New York. He, up, up in up, this, this is an article. This is a really good article from 100% Fed Up. It goes, Jewish political prisoner who saved the life of a black Trump supporter on January 6th tells a story of brutal police beatings to the gateway pundit from prison. This is, this is a Jewish guy. The Gateway Pundit, he's in a piece of Patriot, is doing an amazing – the Gateway Pundit is doing an amazing job as far as telling what's happened. 
Today, the Gateway Pundit released a stunning interview with Jewish political prisoner Jake Lang, who saved the life of Philip Anderson on January the 6th. And the Gateway Pundit spoke exclusively with Jake and Philip, and I posted this. I said, the report is that Jake is being held inside the prison, the Jewish guy, and had to call in twice because the prison cut off the first call when it timed out. The political prisoner, Jake Lang, is currently serving time in Washington, D.C. for his actions on January 6th. Jake Lang, a Jewish Trump supporter, has been held without trial and abused in the D.C. Gitmo for over 330 days. Oh, my gosh. Philip was being trampled when the, when the Capitol Police attacked and then without warning pushed the Trump supporter down the stairs outside of the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Philip was buried under several people when the Capitol Police continued to push protesters on top of him. He was next to Roseanne Boylan, who was killed by police when they trampled her and pushed Trump protesters on top of her. Jake saw Roseanne die. He saw it in her eyes. He also saw Philip Anderson's limp body, who was laying next to Roseanne Boylan. This is all why the D.C. police continue to beat, push, and pepper spray the protesters to provoke a violent response. Jake told us that he had seen a video from inside the tunnel near the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. The Democrats and Liz Cheney refused to release this video because they know it's a game changer. Jake Lang was there that day and witnessed the D.C. police viciously beating seniors and women in the tunnel. Jake says the police were waiting on the Trump supporters. Imagine that, the Trump call there. They used all of their force to beat the unarmed Trump supporters that day. The story is not being told. Democrats and Liz Cheney refused to release the video. Wow. Now think about it. Think about what's going on in the United States of Russia, Kazakhstan, the USSR, the USSA. The Union of the Soviet States of America. What the heck are we doing in this country beating our own people like this while Donald Trump, the president, runs away as soon as he tells people to march on the Capitol? The whole stinking thing was a setup. The man nauseates me. Now he's at these big rallies telling everybody what a great patriot is and how we need to get rid of Biden. He is the yin to Biden's yang, to use a metaphor. He is the energy that goes against the other energy, creating friction. He is the one that is basically causing a lot of these problems. Who do you think paid for the 5G towers? Hmm? Hmm? Who did that? That was Donald Trump. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. He signed an executive order to put 5G everywhere. Don't you remember that? Pushed it through with the bills. Had it all done while people were sleeping, like also said, in the middle of the night. Trump did all that. And you say, well, it's not all Trump's fault. No, Trump's just a figurehead again. He's another do-boy doing what the New World Order is telling him to do. Klaus and all the other weirdos. This is who runs the planet, guys. Keep your hearts. I told the guy the other night, I'm a political agnostic. I don't believe any of these guys anymore. Anybody who gets up to the highest level to run for president like this, except for Sarah Palin, because she was pretty, pretty much unknown back in 2008, running for vice president. She, like I said, she thought it was a real fight. You know, They really, really, really control them at the highest levels. You know, with blackmail and who knows what else. Remember all that crazy stuff came out about Sarah Palin and having affairs on her husband, filing her and her husband getting, getting divorced? They start unleashing all of this dirty laundry on you, whether it's true or not. It doesn't make one bit of difference. Once the people are tried in the media in the court of public opinion, it never stops. I went to see that new Spider-Man this weekend, which is a non-woke Marvel movie, which was really nice. They don't have a bunch of lesbians and queers in it. And uh, I, I just I enjoy the movie. And I, and I told Sharon, it's like the third largest box office opening in the history of the movies. It's a good movie. And it has some, you know, had some magic in it, some other weird stuff like that. But the whole part was this. 
you know, it was a non-woke movie, which didn't have a bunch of transgenders, a bunch of lesbians in it. And so all of a sudden it's like, wow, you know, people will come out and still watch a good movie that's basically decent with hardly any bad language in it. Okay. But the reality is this. They, they, I'm not going to ruin the plot for you. You're going to go see it. But they tell Spider-Man once they try you in the court of public opinion, it gets bad. And I'm paraphrasing that. But the point is this. This is what they're doing with all the patriots right now. They're trying us in the court of public opinion because as long as the satanic mafia group, the synagogue of Satan, owns and controls the media, they're going to be able to push the narrative any direction they want, including getting people to take more and more kill shots who've been dumbed down so badly by fluoride and other types of prescription drugs and the 65 million who are hooked on opiates in the United States. They're going to keep taking the shots, keep taking the shots, keep taking the shots until they're dead. This is what they want. It's a eugenics protocol. But guys, listen to me. Keep your hearts and your eyes on, on Jesus. Listen to praise and worship music. I mean, my goodness. Be filled. Keep being filled all the time with the Holy Spirit. Continue to pray at all times. And remember that God sent us Jesus to deliver us from this mess and that we can do all things through him because he strengthens us and gives us hope. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I got to finish it up. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And we, we continue to just encourage people the best we can. This, I mean, this is this is a giant war right now, primarily for the minds and souls of the entire world. And, you know, obviously we're directly affected here in the United States. And this is what they're going to keep trying to promote and push is they don't want people to be healthy. They don't want people to be strong. This is why the mainstream media with the Florida Surgeon General, I told you guys about that the other day, how he came out and basically said, listen, Everybody needs to start focusing on preactive, you know, proactive health, preventative health, you know, taking your vitamin C and your D3 and your quercetin and your zinc. He brought it up on national television. And it's funny, almost every single mainstream media outlet completely eviscerated him, told him he has, he has no experience with COVID and he has no business telling people what they can and can't do about stuff that doesn't work and he's not promoting the shot. Yeah. Because the guy's actually got a brain on his shoulders because the guy's extremely educated and he knows that preventative medicine and taking care of your body is a lot better than treatment. Is it better to say, you know what, I'm going to maintain my immune system, I'm going to fight everything off and have high elevated levels of natural D3 and vitamin C and zinc, and if I catch a virus, my body can build up and try to get a natural immunity to it, or I'm just going to eat junk food, eat ice cream, eat sugar, eat cake, drink soda, do everything I know that's bad for me, and then if I get sick, well, I'm just going to go to the hospital and then give me remdesivir, and that'll knock it out, and hopefully I die. I mean, if I, if I, hopefully I don't die. If I do, I do. I don't, don't. Whatever. I'll just, I'll just take that gamble. No, it's a horrible strategy. Horrible strategy. Why would you not do the best you can when you know there's certain things you can do to fix the problem naturally before there ever is a problem? That's the concept that's eluded a lot of people. So, again, continue to get the truth out there about what's happening with the news, with the fake media, and how they're pushing so much propaganda to delegitimize the natural movement when it comes to taking care of your body and natural nutrition. It's because it is so crucial people get that truth out there and be sure to check out the product of the week you guys have seen it you guys know it's one of the best products we have the b complex helps out with the nervous system immune system stress response cardiovascular health mental health b complex is crucial that's one of the two staple products i always tell people as a basis 
if they're having issues as far as with, you know, uh, stress or anxiety or basically just, you know, being kind of down. The B-complex and the omega-3 fats are two important things that are very crucial for overall mood. And so, again, I encourage people, keep your body and mind strong. Also, be sure to check out the Magnesium Brain Food final on sale with 20% off this week. Be sure to check that out and vote for what you want to see win as product of the week this Wednesday. You guys vote and it wins. Try to take care of everybody that the best we can and put out different specials and protocols as much as we can. So again, thank you for getting the truth out there. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. And again, as we're seeing these lies permeate the fabric of society more and more. You're seeing this now with bobblehead Fauci coming out now saying it's probably best that you don't let anybody over if they're not injected into your home for Christmas. Insanity. I mean, it's just, just, just blasphemous talk about taking the complete factor of being around family and sharing stuff with one another and showing love with one another and basically being Christians with one another and saying, well, if you don't take an experimental RNA injection, you don't deserve to be at somebody's house. That's, that's horrific, horrific from an American standpoint. The fact this man still gets so much coverage on national television and has not been fired shows me he is a 100% do boy for the New World Order, and they are using him very specifically to be the figurehead of the New World Order health department, so to speak, as he comes out and rambles on with nothing based on scientific research whatsoever. So again, Thank you for the support, my friends. Stay strong, stay healthy, continue to keep up the fight. I appreciate you all. Have an awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>